Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. All the Gospels, of all the Gospels, the book of Luke gives the most accurate account of the birth and life of Christ and presents Christ as the perfect human and Savior. I have ministered on the perfect gift. I have ministered on the perfect love. And today I want to minister on the perfect promise, the perfect series. I didn't even know I had a series going on, amen, but it added up to be the perfect series, amen. So the perfect promise. So I want to take, I want you to turn to the book of Luke chapter 1. We're going to start at verse 11. Luke chapter 1, verse 11. It says, Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel of the Lord said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. So tell your neighbor, don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. Your prayers, somebody say my prayers, have been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear uh, a son and you are to call him John. He will be, uh, he will be a joy and delight to you and many will rejoice because of his birth. Amen. We see here the plan. Come on. Here the plan being unfolded to be part of the perfect promise that was coming to us. Amen. The definition of promise is this. A legal binding declaration that gives the person or persons to whom it is made a right to expect. Come on. When God makes a promise, expect it. Come on, somebody. Come on, we can't have doubt, we cannot let fear, we cannot let anything rob us from the from the promise of God, amen. Let me know, let me, how many know that when God makes a promise, he delivers? Come on, somebody say, deliver it. Hallelujah, come on. God's promises are a legal, spiritual, binding declaration that when it's delivered and whenever it's spoken, it goes out and accomplishes that. It is the perfect promise. Come on, I believe it. If he says it, I believe it. Come on. Anything that the word says, I believe. Anybody doubt the word here? Come on. We're here. I'm here to, if you have doubt, I'm here to say start believing. Because God's promises are true and Amen. Come on, somebody. Isaiah chapter 55, 11 says this. So my word be that it goes from my mouth and it shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which it, I purpose and I shall, it shall succeed in the thing for which the word, which I sent it. The, the New Living Translation says it like this. It is the same with my word. I sent it out and it will always produce fruit. It will accomplish all I want to, and it will prosper wherever I sent it. Come on. Do you know how many times do not be afraid appears in the Bible? 
A lot. <laughs> you know how many times? 365 times. That is one time for every day of the year. Come on, God promises you and he comes and comforts you and says, you know what? Do not be afraid because there are days that we're going to feel afraid, but God is in that day and he's telling you, don't be afraid. Come on, tell your neighbor, don't be afraid. Come on, just watch out for leap year. But he's there also. Can somebody say amen? His word says he'll never leave us nor. Come on, it's a promise. It's a promise, church. His promises are true and amen. Come on, Zechariah and Elizabeth played a major role in paving a way for Jesus. They both played a key part in preparing for the coming Messiah. That God uh, is a God that answers prayers. Can somebody say amen? God is a God of miracles. Can somebody say yes? Come on, and what seems impossible... God makes it possible. Come on. The angel of the Lord came and told Zechariah, do not be afraid. Why? Because God has heard your prayers. Come on. How many know that we need that comfort when we pray to God? And you got to understand God is still saying it to you and I when we come with our needs and we come with our concerns to him. He'll always say, do not be afraid. Come on. Why? Because God has heard your prayers. God has heard everything that you're asking him. You may not see the results right away, but he comes and he gives you that comfort or we should have the comfort. Amen. That we don't need to be afraid that I can go to my father and anything I ask of my father, he hears. Not only is God answering the prayer for the nation and the coming Messiah, but he's also answering the greatest, uh, greatest heart desire of, uh, of Zechariah and giving him a son. And he says, your son will grow up and prepare a way for the Messiah, the perfect promise, amen, and you are to name him John. John means the Lord is gracious, and Jesus means the Lord saves. Both Zachariah and Elizabeth, as you know the story, are well up in age, but God does the impossible. In Matthew chapter 19, 26, it says this, but Jesus looked at him and he said to them, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things, somebody say all things, come on, all things are possible. Come on. Are you looking at some things in your life that seem impossible? Come on, but God's saying all things are possible with him. Come on, you may look at your life and your situation. You may look at your circumstances. You may even look at, at your home or your marriage or, or finances. Man, it seems impossible. I don't know how I'm going to make it this time. I don't know how I'm going to make it in 2024. But God says all things, all things all things, everything is possible with God. Amen. God can heal you. God can restore. God can deliver you. Can somebody say amen? Let's look at the perfect promise that the angel told Mary. If you go down to the story there in Luke, down to verse 26 to 33, it says this. In the sixth month, Elizabeth's pregnancy... 
Come on, she's in there her six months. So we see that the word went out, amen. So here comes the son, amen. The barren woman, a woman has a son, amen. So she's already in her sixth month. And it says, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, amen, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Do not be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have, been, you have found favor with God, and you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, and he will be very great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever, his kingdom will never end. Now, angels, church, are messengers of God. Now, the angel Gabriel not only appeared to Zechariah, but he also appears in this text right here to Mary as well. But 500 years before that, he appeared to the prophet Daniel in, da in chapters 8 and 9 of Daniel. Each time that the angel Gabriel had appeared, he always brought forth an important message from God. Amen. Now, Nazareth was Joseph and Mary's hometown, and it was a long way from Jerusalem. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, but he grew up in Nazareth. Amen. Nevertheless, the people of Jesus' hometown would reject him. Mary was a young and poor uh, young girl. Amen. But back then, Mary would be considered unusable by God for any type of assignment. But God chose Mary for the one of the most important acts of obedience, something that he has never demanded from anyone before and even now. You see, you may be here and think God can never use you. You ever felt like that? You felt, man, I, I'm unworthy. I, 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 I'm just glad I'm saved, amen. And we can feel unworthy to do anything for the kingdom of God, amen. You may feel that your ability, you may feel that your experience, your education makes you unusable for God. You may feel, amen, unworthy for any of the services, man. I, you know what? I, I'm unworthy to do anything. Church, don't limit God in your life. He can use you. He can use anyone if you trust him and you simply obey him. Can somebody say amen? Don't be afraid when God calls you. He told Zechariah, don't be afraid. Your prayers have been heard. He told Mary, don't be afraid. You have found favor with God. Amen. In 1 Corinthians 1, 27 to 28, it says, instead... God chose the world, uh, the things of the world that consider, uh, considers, uh, foolish in order to shame those who they think they are wise. Uh, he chose things that were powerless to shame those that are, who are powerful. God chose the things despised by the world and, cons and, and things counted for nothing at all and used them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. I'm here to let you know today, church, that you, somebody say I, Come on, someone say, I. Come on, you are chosen. God has heard your prayers, and you are highly favored to do something powerful in the kingdom of God. 
I'm here to let you know today that you're not just saved to be saved. Come on, he just didn't save you. He didn't just deliver you. Come on, he wants to use you. He chose you. Even before you were born, you were already chosen, amen. And so you got to understand today, church, that you are chosen. Somebody say, I'm chosen. You believe that? You're chosen. God can use you and wants to use you to show his glory to this world. Amen. All you have to do is trust him. All you got to do is obey him. And most importantly, do not be. Be what? Be what? Tell yourself, I'm going to be not going to be afraid. No more. Come on, because some of you guys are sometimes afraid. <laughs> Say, no more. If you believe God's word, if you believe it, if he said it, come on, you got to believe it. So you know that you are someone, you are, you, are, you are a son, you are a daughter. Come on, you are royalty. Come on, somebody. Come on, you belong to the king. You understand who you belong to, church? Come on, you are a representative, an ambassador to the kingdom of God. Come on, we, we come on. You got to understand your part and your role in divine assignment, kingdom business, church. Come on, you are more important than the president. Do you know that? Do you believe that? <laughs> Some of you guys are like, oh, more than that? Y yes. And I won't get into our president right now, amen. Because <laughs> I can go a long way there right now. But we got to pray for our president. Come on, someone say amen. We got to submit to our president. He's placed there, but you have an important role. You're important, church. You're chosen. Believe that. Can somebody say amen? amen? Now, God's favor doesn't automatically bring instant instant success. Come on, how many, somebody say hello. Come on. You see, the promise that God spoke over me, that he was going to put everything together in my life when I got saved over 29 years ago, amen, didn't mean that he was going to put my life together the very next day. Wouldn't that be nice, right? Came in with a mess, walked out with success. Hallelujah. Come on, that, that'd be awesome, amen, if we can just turn, do a turnaround just like that, man, like, boom, poor rich, hallelujah, just, out of a sudden, just things are back together. Come on, it wasn't an instant success, but it was a process, a process based on trust and obedience. God will put everything together in your life as you trust him, as you obey him. That is a promise. You will succeed with Jesus. Anything that you do in the kingdom of God, you will succeed. Can somebody say amen? There is no failure in the kingdom of God. Come on, we learn, we grow from our mistakes. As long as we keep on obeying him, trusting him, come on, you will be success. It is a promise. You can take it to the bank. You can, you can put money on it. Amen. It's going to grow. Now, listen, his blessing on Mary, the honor of being the mother of the Son of God, the Messiah, will lead to much pain. Somebody say, ouch. And I'm not just talking about childbirth here. Imagine Mary 
having to tell Joseph, Babe, I have something very important to tell you. I know we're getting married, and we haven't been intimate, but I don't want you to trip out to what I'm about to tell you. I'm pregnant. Whoa. Imagine your wife coming home and telling you that. I'm pregnant and you're not the one. And he goes, wait, wait, wait. She goes like, wait, wait, wait. Before you start getting all crazy. It was the Holy Spirit. Oh, okay, Mary. All right. I mean, that's not going to work today. <laughs> Joseph, hearing this, came very, very close to leaving her. Mary had to deal with all those that talked behind her back. Come on. There's Mary, the pregnant girl. And it's not Joseph's. Can you imagine that? People making fun of her. And then on top of that, she had to deal that with her, her son is going to be rejected and her son was going to be murdered. But through her son would come the world's only hope. Her submission was part of God's plan to bring salvation and to fulfill prophecy through the perfect promise. Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 says this, All right then, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child and she will give birth to a son and you are to call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. See, being chosen and called by God is not all glamorous, church. Come on. Some of you guys say, I won't be a pastor one day. Do you really? <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. I'm going to be this. I want to be that. Really? You want to, you want this? I want to be a leader. Really? You want to be a leader? It's not all glamorous, guys. It's often hard. It's painful. And it can really weigh on you. Hallelujah. Look at, I, 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 I'm 30 years old. Look how old I look. No, I'm just playing. I wish I was 30, man. Come on, it wears on you. Inside, you probably can't see it, are a lot of gray hairs caused from the ministry. Come on, I have heart. I got high blood pressure. <laughs> I have anxiety. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> I freak out at night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> me and my wife go home and we cry <laughs> she bites hallelujah <laughs> no no not you no not she bites <laughs> sheep <laughs> the sheep bite hallelujah come on somebody say amen <laughs> she bites <laughs> see Trouble, hallelujah. We can't even hear each other no more. It's not all glamorous, church. Come on. Matthew chapter 22, 14 says, For many are called, but few are chosen. Meaning that many hear the call of God through the revelation of himself, through the preaching of the word, but only few will respond because they're the ones that are truly listening. Jesus said many times, those that have an ear, let them hear. 
See, the problem with a lot of us, our ears are plugged. We know that God is calling us, but we're trying not to hear the voice. Listen, if hope starts to dim in your call, I want you to think about Mary. And I want you to wait patiently for God to finish out his plan for your life. Come on, it may seem like it's impossible. It may seem like, man, I can never do that. What the Lord is impressing on me, you got to just wait patiently. You just got to trust him. You just got to obey him, church, and everything will start to unfold. I say all those things from the beginning, but I enjoy what I do. We enjoy what we're doing, amen. Is it hard? Yes, amen. But it's the hard that makes it great, church. Come on, I enjoy this. I will never give this up, amen. I will preach, amen, till God calls me home, amen. If I'm up here with a wheelchair or a cane, I'm going to be, hey, I'm going to be preaching the gospel, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. I'm just going to keep doing my thing, amen. Why? Because I love the Lord. I love what he's done in my life. And I got to tell somebody that you are chosen. Don't be afraid. Amen. When God calls you, he has called you and you are chosen. Come on. Someone say, I'm chosen. Let the world know I'm an ambassador. I'm a son of the most high God. My daddy owns everything. We just got to believe that. And everything that belongs to him, guess what? Belongs to you. Didn't, didn't he tell the, 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 you remember the prodigal son that came home? They're throwing a party for, for the guy that just blew it all and everything. And, and the, the older son was mad. See, no one talks about the older son, but he was mad. Come on. And he didn't even acknowledge him as his brother. He says, this son of yours, already cut him off. This son of yours Come on, he goes and spends all his money, and you give him a party. And I've been faithful. You ever felt like that? You've been faithful, and they give the party to the guy who just got saved? <laughs> what about me, Pastor? I've been here all this time. You never threw me a party. I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> we feel like that sometimes. And he says, son, everything I have is He didn't realize that, man, he had it all. Everything's going to be his. Church, hang on. God is good. Can somebody say amen? amen? See, the perfect promise is Jesus. Jesus is a Greek form of the Hebrew uh, named Joshua, which is the common meaning of the Lord saves, like I said, amen. So as Joshua in the Old Testament led, the, led them to the promised land, Jesus will be the perfect promise, listen, that leads his people into eternal life. Come on, we're not just going into a land, church. We're going into eternity. Come on, somebody. We're going to be with the King of kings and the Lord of lords, amen. The one that hung on the cross and died for you, you're finally going to meet face to face, hallelujah. Come on, you're going to finally go into the mansion that he talks about, that in my Father's house are many mansions, amen. And I've come to prepare a place for you, amen. He's, he's building your house right now. Come on. It's an escrow right now, hallelujah. You got to know that there's power in the name of Jesus. Somebody say power. power. Jesus walked in power. Jesus is power. Can somebody say amen? amen? 
In Jesus' name, people were healed. Demons were cast out. The dead were raised, amen, and the sins were forgiven. Jesus was God's perfect promise, amen. A hundred years earlier, God promised David that David's kingdom will last forever. And we see it being unfolded in this perfect plan, church. 2 Samuel chapter 7, 16 to 17 says this, your house, somebody say my house, your house, your kingdom will continue before me for all time. Your, your throne will be secure forever. So Nathan went back to David and told him everything the Lord had saw, uh, he saw in a vision. See, this perfect promised church was fulfilled in the coming of Jesus. Amen. A, a direct descendant of David whose kingdom would never end. Isaiah chapter 9, 6 to 7 says this, For a child is born to us, a, sin, a son is given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and his peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord's heavens, uh, of heaven's army will make this happen. Jeremiah 33, 17 says, for this is what the Lord says, David will have a descendant sitting on the throne of Israel forever. Daniel chapter 2, 44 says this, during the reigns of those kings, God of the heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed or conquered. It will not be crushed by all these kingdoms to nothing less. It will stand forever. Somebody say forever. Come on, we have a kingdom that cannot be shaken, church. Come on, we got a kingdom that cannot be destroyed. It cannot be conquered, amen. If you're on God's team, you're on the winning team, church. Come on, we don't, come on, though we may go through pain and suffering, we never suffer defeat. God is undefeated. Jesus is undefeated. I don't care how many giants are coming at you. I don't care who's huffing and puffing. Amen. They cannot do nothing to you as long as you know who you belong to. But how many know that Mary had her doubts too? Come on. You ever doubted God? Somebody just go like that. Come on. You ever doubted God? You ever doubt it? You know, you, 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 you have a great service. You come to church and you're like, woo, yes, praise it, preach it. Oh, well, all that stuff, you know. And then the very next day comes doubting Monday. You ever had a doubting Monday? Just woke up and you, you look at her and you look at him like, I don't know. <laughs> I was believing it Sunday, but Monday, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know if this is going to happen. Come on, I don't know how God's going to do this. I don't know how God's going to heal this. I don't know how God's going to take a a, a, a a report from a medical doctor and change it. It's impossible. But with God, it's... Come on. We have reports, guys. I, I don't see it no more. I, I don't know what happened. It was there. I can't explain it. Maybe I made a mistake. No, no. God made it happen. Right? Right? Come on. I like to hear my wife louder than all you guys. Amen. Woo. It's my man. 
She, she don't say amen. She goes, that's my man. <laughs> but she had her doubts. Remember Zechariah doubted? You know what happened to him? <laughs> what happened to him? We couldn't talk till the baby was born. <laughs> Man, I'll never doubt again, amen? Maybe we need, we need people. Right, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> you guys are going to run with it differently. <laughs> but you know, Zachariah couldn't talk. He didn't believe. He doubted. He, 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 and he silenced him. Mary doubted as well, but she handled it differently than Zechariah did. Let's pick up the story in Luke chapter 1, 34 to 38. Mary asked the angel, how can this happen? Good question, right? I'm a virgin. It's a little doubt, little doubt there. But the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power from the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say that she was barren, but she has conceived a son, and now she's in her sixth month. For the word of the Lord will never fail. Mary responded, this is how Mary responded differently. I am the Lord's servant. Somebody say, I am the Lord's servant. May everything that you say about me come true. And then the angel left her. See, she handled it different. There was a little doubt, but she said, you know what? After everything that you spoke him, you know what? I am the Lord's servant. And whatever you said, may it come to pass. See, sometimes when something is spoken over you, when, when you're going through a season and the man of God, or the woman of God, or the word of God speaks to you, amen, you got to say, I am the Lord's servant. Whatever your word says, whatever has come to me, I am going to believe. Come on, somebody say amen. See, you got to say that every time when troubles are coming. I'm the Lord's servant. When, when things are going wrong, I'm the Lord's servant. God is going to take care of me. It's a promise. It's a promise. You've got to hold on to the promise, church. See, the birth of Jesus to a virgin is a miracle to many people that is hard to believe. Many people still doubt today. Come on, remember Joseph almost left her over it, and he had doubts too. But don't think that we, we can, you gotta understand, we, we gotta understand God's word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So whatever God said back there, and if he says something today, come on, we can't doubt, we gotta believe. We gotta trust. Can somebody say amen? amen. But just like her cousin Elizabeth, who was barren and old, physical limitations don't limit God. Come on, doesn't matter what kind of education you have or don't have. God will use you. Come on, our, our fellowship is based by a bunch of homeboys getting saved in the neighborhood that preach now used all over the world. 
Come on, they're preaching in nations. Hallelujah. Come on, using uneducated men, amen, and still bringing, Father, the word of God to many. People are getting saved and so forth. So he'll use anyone. If he can use a, 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 a homeboy in the streets, amen, a gang member, he can use you, he can use us, he can use anyone. It doesn't matter. You just got to be available to God. I am the Lord's servant. I came out here, amen, people made fun of me. Art, pastor. <laughs> yeah, friends. You're laughing? Why are you laughing? You too? <laughs> but I am the Lord's servant. I know what he said to me. My wife knows what he said to us. May it be whatever you say. Let's go take Las Vegas for Jesus. Come on, somebody. I'm here. I'm the Lord's servant. Listen, God will accomplish his will often in unexpected ways. Come on, somebody. There are three facts that can help us in our faith in this church. The first fact is that Luke is a medical doctor. You know he's a doctor? Amen. He knows how babies are born. It would be very hard for him to believe a virgin's birth as it is for you and I. But yet, Luke reports it as fact, as truth. Second, Luke is a researcher, amen, whose base is gospel on eyewitness accounts. He talked with Mary about the events that he, he recorded in his first two chapters. He had conversations with Mary. He said, where, where did you, what'd you hear? This is what happened to me, Luke. And so he wrote it down. Everything that Mary said, everything that we read in Luke, amen. Listen, this is Mary's story, not Luke's made up story. Third, as Christians and Jews who worship God as creator of our universe, we, if we are true, Believers, anybody a true believer in this place? Amen. Come on. We should have no doubts that God has the power to do whatever he wants to do. Come on, if you truly believe God, amen, and know who he is, and know that he's the creator of all this that we are in and part of, amen, you have to believe that God can do whatever he wants to do. Come on. And so whatever he says it, believe it, church. It'll come to pass. If he wants an old barren woman or a virgin girl to have a baby, so let it be. He has the power to create a child in these women. He is God. Come on. I ain't going to doubt God. I know the miracles that he's done in my life, in our life, amen, what he's, what I've seen in your lives. God's still doing miracles today, amen. Things are just still being unfolded today. His plan is still being unfolded in your life, amen. Why? Because of the perfect promise. If he said it, if he said it, say, I believe it. You got to believe it. Don't just get into chat, you know. I believe it. No, no. You guys say, I believe it. Come on. We, sometimes we just go with the flow. And you, you, you sometimes, it's, it's sometimes good to go with the flow, but you, if you're going with the flow and not believing it, there's a problem. 
Because sometimes that group that you're flowing with is not going to be with you all the time. You got to believe it in those circumstances when no one's around. Come on, you got to believe it, amen, when, when you're face to face with that giant. You got to believe it, amen, when you're seeing that doctor report. You got to believe it, amen, when, when things are just going a little crazy in your life. You got to believe it, believe it, God, I am the Lord's servant. I'm going to trust you, I'm going to obey you, and I know that you're going to deliver. That's who God is, amen, and we can get more people in the church to think that way. Come on, how much powerful we can be and how much God can do in and through your life. Your families can get saved, church, by simply believing it, by standing in it, and letting see, let them see God work in your life through it. Come on, somebody. But why is the virgin's birth important to our faith? You see, Jesus was born without sin. Sin entered the world through Adam. Jesus was born holy, just as Adam was created sinless. But when you compare both of them, Adam disobeyed God. Jesus obey God. In Romans chapter 5, 14 to 16, it says this, Still, everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses. Even those who did not obey certain commands of God as Adam did. Now, Adam is a symbol and a representative of Christ who was yet to come. But there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of one man, Adam, brought death to many, but even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through another man named Jesus Christ. And as a result of God's gracious gift to, is very different from the result of the one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God, even though we were many, or even though there are guilty of many of sins. So we can see the difference between the two here. And it goes on to say in Romans chapter uh, uh, 5, verse 17 to 19, For the sin of one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many, but greater is the God's wonderful grace of his of a gift of righteousness for all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, Adam, one sin brings condemnation for everyone, for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and a new life for everyone. Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one person obeyed God, many were made righteous. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For God made Christ who had never sinned to be an offering for sin so that we can be made right with God through Christ. The perfect promise. See, when Jesus obeyed God, it enabled him to face sin's consequences in our place and made us acceptable to God. Isn't that awesome? Come on, he says, Give me your sins. I'll take them, and now you're acceptable to the Father. He, he cleanses us. Now we are acceptable. See, Jesus, the Son of Man, amen, had the free, had to be free from the sinful nature, listen, that was passed down from Adam. We were in that condemnation till Jesus came. 
Come on, there was no way for us, amen, until Jesus made a way. Come on, because of that one sin, many became uh, sinners, amen, but because of, of grace that came through Jesus Christ, many become righteous. Because Jesus was born of a woman, he was a human being, but just as the Son of God, amen, Jesus was born without a trace of human sin. Jesus is both fully human and fully God. Amen? And because Jesus lived as a man, he understands our struggles, conflicts, battles. Come on, somebody say, oh my. He understands when people talk about you, backstab you. He understands temptation because he went through it all. He understands. Tell your neighbor, he understands you. Sometimes he think we God don't understand our struggles, don't understand our, our, our things that we go through. Yes, he does. Hebrews chapter 4, 14 to 16 says this. So, so then since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weakness, for he has faced all the same testing as we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God, and there we will receive his mercy, and we will find grace to help us in our time of need, or time uh, that's most needed. The Message Bible puts it like this. Now that we know that we have Jesus, somebody say Jesus, this is great high priest is uh, uh, is ready to access to, to God. So let us not slip through, let it not let slip through our fingers for uh, it says we do not have a priest who is out of touch with our reality, but he has been through the weakness and testing experience all, but he did not sin. So let us walk up to him and get what we are so ready to, to, to give and take mercy and accept the help. Come on. We need help church. And God is there for us. And he made a way for us through this perfect promise. Amen. That we can go to the throne of grace anytime and you'll receive mercy. How many need some mercy? Come on. So, you know, this is where we can go. God lifts us all those things. Come on. It, it says if anyone's in Christ, there is no condemnation. Yet there's many Christians that walk that way. That they're still condemned. Come on. And that's a lie from the devil. Come on, you got to understand the God that you belong to and the God that set you free and the God has forgiven you from all, say all, all your sins. Come on, it's not just some, it's not just this sin or that. Every sin he's already taken. He's taken it away, church. And we can come to him, we can take mercy, and we can accept his help. He's there to help us. Come on, he wants to help you. And when he helps us, church, we can succeed. We can be better. We can come, be, become stronger. Can somebody say amen? So as I close today, amen, because Jesus is God, he has the power and he has the authority to deliver us from our sins. Colossians chapter 2, 13 to 15 says, You were dead because of your sins and because of your sinful nature. Way. Then God made you alive with Christ, forgave you of all your sins. He canceled the record of charges against us, and he took it away by nailing it 
to the cross. Amen. What's going on with the mic, guys? All this, somebody say all of this, is possible because of the perfect promise that was sent to us. And that is Jesus. Can somebody say amen? amen? We can come to Jesus with our thoughts. We can come to Jesus with our feelings. We can come to Jesus with our needs. Come on. He has been there. He has helped us. He's able. He has the ability to take care of those things for us, church. You just got to trust him. Church, this perfect promise was sent to us. Come on, we got to understand there's the perfect gift, the perfect love, the perfect promise. The promise to set you free. The promise to deliver you from all your sins. The promise that chooses you to be part of his kingdom. Now, we can be the promise to others, church, the ones that don't see it. Let it be displayed in your life to see it. Can somebody say amen? amen? Come on. Know who you are, church. Know who he is. Know what he's done. This is a season to remind us, amen, and get us on the right track as we enter a new year. God, I'm, I'm sorry that throughout the 2023, I, I forgot about the promise. I, I forgot all that you've done on the cross. You know, that's why he says that to to remember him often of the of the broken body and the and and the blood that was spilled for us to get us back on man God already paid the price he already did everything for me amen you know we that's why we do communion we're going to have communion in our new year's eve service amen you know that we're just reminded and thankful for getting us through 2023 church come on thankful every single day really when you wake up, no one's promised tomorrow. And yet we wake up and we take it for granted like, you know, no big thing. No, it's a big thing, church. Others didn't wake up. You did. And so thank him for that. There's things that he wants in our lives and he wants to work through us. There's people that he wants to use you for to reach. Come on, family. How many have family are not saved? Come on, they, they need you. You are, you are the key. You are the Moses to that family. You have the key for deliverance. Come on, you can tell, devil, let my family go. And your family can get saved, church. You've got to be the key, but you've got to know the promise. You've got to know what he's done for us. And you've got to believe it, and you've got to stand for it. Don't let the devil lie to you. I'm going to believe God. I'm going to trust God. Because there's something... More in 24 for all of us, church. But you got to believe it. Don't, 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 don't look at the what's obvious. Don't look at the surroundings. Don't look at the, the things that are really temporary. You got to focus on the eternal things, the perfect promise, the perfect gifts that are from God. That you know what? You are successful. You are a man of God. And, and God is going to do some great things in and through you. Just believe it. Amen. Come on, let's all stand up.